Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, the reprieve granted Tommy Lee by the swift action of Superman is short-lived, as Matt Riggs, fanning the flames of hate, rides with his hooded followers to another cowardly attack. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. If you could line up all those tender flakes of Kellogg's Pep that are eaten every morning for breakfast, how far do you think that line would stretch? Way out beyond the horizon. Why, you bet your life. And if you could heap together all the good eating fun you fellows and girls have with Kellogg's Pep, why, you'd practically have a mountain. Because Kellogg's Pep is really hep when it comes to tickling your taste. For one thing, it's loaded with sparkling sunshine flavor. A comeback for more flavor. And Pep is crisp, too, and light, and toasted golden brown. And Mom knows Kellogg's Pep is good for you. Sure, brings you solid whole wheat nourishment, plus that's nutrition for you in a neat form. Why, Pep tastes so terrifically good, you keep busy as anything until you've finished up every bit in your bowl. And that's one way to keep from wasting it, you know. And another way is to pour it out carefully. Because nobody wants to waste Pep when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure there's no waste at your house. Always eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. When Jimmy Olsen, as manager of the Unity House baseball team, selected a Chinese boy named Tommy Lee for his number one pitcher, he incurred the wrath of a band of intolerant bigots calling themselves the Clan of the Fiery Cross. The former pitcher, a boy named Chuck was the nephew of Matt Riggs, Grand Scorpion of the Klan, whose un-American credo is one race, one religion, one color. Seeing an opportunity to extend his campaign of intolerance, Riggs harangued his followers into a fury against the innocent Chinese family by persuading his jealous nephew to say that Tommy Lee had tried to kill him. Following two cowardly attacks on Tommy, which were foiled by Superman, Riggs decided to tar and feather the boy. As we continue now... Twelve of the robed and hooded bigots are climbing into a canvas-covered truck in the yard behind Matt Riggs' house, just as Chuck rides his bicycle into the driveway. Not wanting to be seen, the boy wheels quickly under a tree, remaining undetected in the darkness. Listen. We'll shell those rotten chinks and all others like them, won't we, brothers? Yeah. Everybody set? Yeah, let's get the lead, kid. Okay, then, here we go. Eyes wide and heart-pounding, young Chuck Riggs watches the truck carrying his uncle and the other hooded terrorists roar out of the dark driveway. Cheapers, they said something about getting Tommy Lee. I, I better follow. Pedaling as hard as he can, Chuck Riggs rides his bicycle out of the driveway just as the clan truck turns the corner. Then, his eyes fixed on his two winking red tail lights, he follows. Another turn, jouncing over the railroad tracks. 
and the truck comes to a stop, brakes squealing before a small, modest bungalow. Matt Riggs and his hooded clansmen leap to the pavement, strike down a police officer who starts to challenge them, then stride across the tiny patch of lawn onto Tommy Lee's front porch. Just as Chuck skids into the vacant lot across the street and throws himself panting to the ground, Matt knocks heavily on the door of the little house. Open the door, Tommy Lee! Open it up and hurry up! Holy That's smoke. the kid. That's the kid. Grab, boy. Come on, you dirty little Let punk. me go. Let me go, will you? Ah, we'll let you let go and we get done with you. What's going on here? Good heavens. Take your hands off my son. Oh. Take care of that silly foreigner, somebody. I am. I'm not a foreigner. I'm an American. Let my son alone. Don't you touch him. Oh. Well, let's oh. take care of the old oh. man. Come on, now. Bring the kid out of the truck. You murderers. What did you do to my father? He got off easy compared to what you're going Let to get. Let me go. Let go of me. Yeah, nice hot coat of tar and feathers. Throw him in that truck and gag him. Let me go. Help. Help. In with you, you little yellow rat. Okay, Matt. Okay, drive to the bend and step on it. into the night with young Tommy Lee and his brutal captors. Chuck Riggs scrambles to his feet in the vacant lot. He is sweating with fear and his legs shake under him. They're murderers. They're going to kill Tommy. I can't let them do that. I... I got to do something. The police. No, I'll get arrested. It was my fault because I told lies about Tommy. I... Oh, what will I do? I got it. I'll call Jim Olson. He'll know what... No, he'll recognize my voice. But I gotta do something. I gotta. Oh, wait. I know. Yeah, this will do it. I gotta get to a telephone, but fast. Leaping on his bicycle, Chuck rides furiously toward a lighted drugstore in the distance. A few minutes later, a sleepy night telegraph operator in the deserted Daily Planet City room yawns and reaches for the ringing telephone at his side. <laughs> Hello, Daily Planet. Is Mr. Kent there, please? Kent? No, he left long ago. He did? Well, gosh, I gotta talk to him. Do you know where he went? I wouldn't know, bud. Call up in the morning. Bye. Wait, wait. I gotta talk to him, I tell you. I've gotta. Haven't you any idea where he is? How would I know where Kent is? I'm only the night wire man. Call up tomorrow. I can't wait, Lamar. It's a matter of life or death. Look, could you tell me what his home number is? Hold on, bud. I guess it's in the book here. Oh, gee, thanks. Let's see. Here it is. Metropolis 4320. Metropolis 4320. Metropolis 4320. Thanks, mister. Goodbye. Oh, Mr. Kent doesn't answer. Oh, jeepers, what'll I do? I just gotta talk to him. I've got to tell him about Tommy before... before it's too late. Come on, Mr. Kent, answer your phone. Please answer. Desperately, Chuck Riggs tries again and again to reach Clark Kent, but in vain. Meanwhile, the truck carrying Tommy Lee and the hooded mobsters has crossed the Metropolis River to the wooded shores beyond. It is now lumbering down a narrow, little-used hill road whose shoulders drop away sharply into leafy darkness. Well, kid's family will certainly beat it out of town after this, Matt. Yeah, think you can get me Lee's job in the health department then? Sure I can, just leave it to me. Hey, come back here, kid! Grab him! 
It's getting away. What's the matter? It's getting away. Get him, Joe, quick. Hold him, hold him, John. Hold him. He's gone. Stop the truck. Stop the truck after him, everybody. and hooded men stretch out in a long line and work their way slowly downhill through the thin woods. Their victim, Tommy Lee, crouches behind a fallen log at the edge of the swift-running river. His forehead is beaded with sweat and he hugs his throbbing right arm, broken in the leap from the truck. Locking his teeth to prevent his crying out in pain, his heart hammers wildly as he hears his relentless pursuers draw closer and closer. They're coming closer and closer. What do I do? What do I do? See him yet, Will? Not yet. I'm a watch shark. We'll come to the river. He must be around here someplace. Gosh, they're all around. They'll find me sure. They'll, they'll kill me. Keep your eyes peeled, Joe. We're to get some out of any minute now. Look, there's the river. He must be right in here somewhere. I'll give him an extra coat of tar for this. Creepers, here they come. They'll find me now, sure. Well, they didn't have this broken arm. I could try to swim. I've got to go in the river anyhow. It's my only chance. And I, I guess this is curtains. But here it goes. Will. What was that? What? Did you hear that big splash? Come on. Look. Look, there he is. Where? Where? In the river, don't you see? The current's taking around the bend. Holy sh... Come on, we got to get him out. No, no, wait. Let him alone. He won't last five minutes in those rapids. I know it, but we... Oh, the river's done our job, Will. Now we got to get out of here fast. Okay, boys, everybody back the truck. Pausing only a moment to watch the swift current seize the painfully injured Tommy Lee and sweep him into the torrent of deep rushing water pouring around the bend. The robed and hooded clan, their murderous work done, turn and hurry up back through the woods to their truck. Meanwhile, several miles away in Metropolis, Chuck Riggs, suffering the pangs of conscience, is still in the drugstore telephone booth calling Clark Kent's telephone number over and over again. Keep ringing, operator. I've got to get Mr. Kent. I've got to. Or maybe I'll be a... a murderer. How near is Chuck to the truth? We'll know more in a moment when we return for the dramatic climax of today's episode. So stand by. Well, we're finishing up the ninth inning, gang. It's the last call for this week's pep dish of the week. And what a score it's made. It's a strawberry doubleheader, you know. Teams up Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, and red ripe strawberries. Here's the batting order. First, put half your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep in the bottom of your bowl. Then a juicy layer of crushed fresh strawberries. Finish off with more pep and a few plump berries that you've saved out. Add milk and sugar, and that's it. Strawberry Doubleheader, a pennant winner if ever there was one. Believe me, Kellogg's Pep does add sparkle to the berries. It's crisp and crunchy and loaded with sparkling sunshine flavor. I mean, it's delicious. Why, no matter how you serve it, you're sure to eat up every tender spoonful of pep in your bowl. And that's the hep thing to do, you know, particularly nowadays, because we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, get hep to Kellogg's Pep. When Mom brings pep home from the grocers, make sure it's not wasted. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of the family, too. Remember, eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Aware now that his own jealousy and lies had brought about the tragic attack on young Tommy Lee by the clan of the Fiery Cross, Chuck Riggs has been for some time attempting to reach Clark Kent by phone from a drugstore. 
Suddenly, the door of the booth is thrust open. Look, Sonny, expect to stay in this phone booth all night. Huh? Oh, no. As soon as I get this call, I'll be out. You've been in there half an hour. Get out now and give me a chance. I can't, mister. This call is awful important. So is mine. I can't wait around all night while you talk to your girl. I'm not calling a girl. You see it. Come on now. Get out and let me make my call. I have the manager of the store throw you out. But jeepers. Besides, you ought to be in bed at this hour. Now, get out. Oh, gosh. Well, oh, all right. Forced to leave the phone booth, Chuck Riggs hangs up at the very moment that Clark Kent, returning to his apartment, hears the phone ringing, opens the door quickly, and rushes across the room. Hello? 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 Nobody on the line. I wonder who wanted me. No. I hope it wasn't anything important. Drowning Clark Kent, whom we know to be Superman, the one person who might still be able to save Tommy Lee, replaces the telephone, unaware that by a grim stroke of fate, by the merest fraction of a second, Tommy's doom may have been sealed. What will happen now, as the vicious clan of the Fiery Cross, the cowardly men who murder at night hidden behind their sheets and hoods, succeeded in doing away with an innocent boy whose only crime in the eyes of his attackers is that his skin is a different color from theirs. No. We're sure Superman can still find out in time to save Tommy and defeat the men of hate. But how? Monday tells the story, so be sure to be with us then. Tune in Monday, same time, same station. Don't miss a single minute of the next thrilling episode in this expose of fanatical and un-American bigotry. Say, gang, you know what fun it is to make your dog sit up and beg for something good to eat? Well, if you want to make sure your dog gets a good dinner that'll help keep him strong and husky, ask your mother to give him Kellogg's Grow Pup dog food. If you feed Grow Pup to your dog along with his scraps of meat and fat, he ought to get along just fine. That kind of eating will help give him strong bones and teeth and muscles. There's Grow Pup ribbon, Grow Pup meal, and Grow Pup pellets. Just see which your dog likes best and ask mother to feed it to him regularly. Remember, that's Kellogg's Grow Pup. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.